We are back. If you don't listen live, you're missing a lot. Adam Burns gave us a lesson in trumpet playing. We learned that uh, if it don't got a washboard or a guitar, Adam Burns ain't listening. But he does make an exception for circus music. We'll hear, we'll hear all about it. I'm Joe Batance. He's Adam Burns. And this is Throwing Down! Welcome one and welcome all to Throwing Down. I don't do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, the Mouth of the South. The Randall Park from the Ozark. Give it up for the one, the only, Mr. Adam Burns. Hey, Joe. Hello. You want to know what I was doing right before you sent me the email for our little meeting? What meeting? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. This little yeah. get-together get we got. Yeah, this little get together. I was uh, I was watching on YouTube mm-hmm. a couple of three D artists modeling a croissant. That's what I was doing right before we got on the right before we got. I don't on the even air. I don't even know how to wrap my brain around that. You yeah. know, you know what I was doing? I was looking at videos documenting about how Antifa was at the January sixth Freedom Rally, as I call it. I forgot to tell you, Adam, I didn't tell you this. I've been kind of laying low. I'm really one of these anti-vax insurrectionists, and I want to overthrow the oh. government. Steal it. You know, Biden stole this election, and we want to wow. steal it back. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, wait, that's... I'm, I didn't realize this is actually a serious topic you kind of want to talk about today, isn't it? I didn't is even it? think about that. Yeah, I called you over the weekend. Well, do you want to talk about it on the show? Oh, about my mom? Yeah. Well, not, my mom is not... I don't think my mom is that... that. But yeah, I guess, I guess tangentially your mom, related. Tangentially my related. My question, does your mom think that Biden won the election fair and square? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, we... Like, I haven't... Uh, you know, I haven't specifically said, hey, mom, do you think Biden... Because again, we've discussed before, I don't like mm-hmm. to have confrontational conversations. And so mm-hmm. generally speaking, I don't ask questions of my parents that I'm not prepared to hear the answer to. Okay. So I assume that they believe he won because yeah. I think they're intelligent people for the mm-hmm. most part. Sure. Um, and so I, I, I hope, you know, I hope and pray <laughs> that they believe he won the election, but I'm not going to ask because I don't want to, I don't want to know. Now, I'm going to pay you a compliment. Okay. I would say there's only one, one podcast in my rotation that is appointment podcast. And that is the one and the only Geeky Gay hosted by you, Adam Burns, right? And uh, on a recent episode... Which is so funny, and this will come up later. You are so scared of this Daniel Brewer because you said, <laughs> oh, there's this funny story that happened, and uh, I'm going to tell him throwing down. I mean, I'm going to tell him it's minus. I'm going to tell him it's minus too. And I was like, oh, God, calm down, Daniel Brewer. Why are you so scared of him? 
I'm not scared of him. I just, I'm not scared of him. It's, well, I want the record to show. I want the record to show that you can tell your story in multiple your stories in multiple places. You can tell them on Geeky Gay, on Mix Minus, on But First, on Survivors Ready, on all of your shows. What's the one you do with Vera and and, and uh, Daniel? We didn't really. I mean, I guess the unofficial name is Three's a Crowd. But uh, we, I mean, it doesn't have an official name. Okay, you can tell it in there. I don't care. I don't care what how many people go through yeah. with me. You can tell. It no, wherever. it's not. Look, and I and I don't want every episode to be you know talk about Daniel on throwing down, and every episode of Mix Minus to be talk about Joe. But mm-hmm. I, I'll just say, no matter what Daniel says, because mm-hmm. he has said, oh, you can tell, you can tell your stories here if you've mm-hmm. already said them on Geeky Gay. No yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. Last week. I started telling a story that I had told on Geeky Gay, and he goes, "Yeah, we know. We all listen to Geeky Gay." And I'm By like, way, "I'm like, wait a minute. You told me I could tell stories that I've told on Geeky Gay, and then the moment I start a story mm-hmm. that I've told on Geeky Gay, you have to interject. Yeah, Adam, we know you already told this one. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just stop talking now. Anyway, that's it. By the way, I I'm, forget, not, I'm not talking I bad forget. about Daniel. No, I, love I know Daniel. he's my friend. Yeah. He's your best friend, as you and, and by the way, I do love more than anything. And I want to call into your show when I do my entry for into this contest you're doing. It's the cup the contest you're doing, which we'll talk about today. And I want to point out that you named specifically by name two people as your friends, Daniel and me. And I think everybody else is not <laughs> as good of a friend. Anyway. I want to. You know what? Did you know that? Did you know that I got a that that Auntie Scott in the the Discord said, "Oh, thanks for naming me." I don't. Did I say that on the show? No, he he left left a voicemail. I think right too. Oh, maybe. So, but I I I want and I do this at the top of every show now because I think you deserve praise and and gratitude. I want to thank you. How did you know? Because I showed you last time that you bought me that Oculus Quest too, right? (laughs) Right. Are those flesh jacks on a table behind you? What? Oh, no. Those are like tiki something. They look like flesh jacks. They're Golden Girls tiki mugs. Oh, okay. I want to thank you. It's not an elaborate gift, but for this beautiful Oculus Quest 2 case. So I can store the Oculus that you gave me. Uh, well, you. if you're going to have an Oculus 2, you have to have a case. You do. You know? I agree. I agree. So anyway, Adam Burns, um, what has been going on? With you, what I know, there's a story about your mom. I don't know whether you want to tell it or not. If you don't tell it, people can go listen to your show, Geeky Gay, uh, available at geekygay.com, I think, or well, Geeky Gay TV. Yeah. I'll I'll just give the I'll give the high points because I think you had some uh, advice you wanted to give me, so I'll just. But give, also, give... but I know there's a special story that you want to tell on this show only. Was that the one that I said I was going to tell on this show? I don't even remember. Yeah, I think I believe you left your phone two hours away from your uh, hairstylist. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, no, should I save that for Mix Minus? I don't know. I don't know. Which, which show should I That's up to you. That's up to you. It's not to me. So, anyway, I, uh, so I, I went over to my parents' house on Thursday because they're going to be out of town for two weeks and I haven't seen them in a while. And mm-hmm. so both of them were there, but then at some point my stepdad had to leave. And so okay. it was just my mom and I. 
So my mom and I says, oh, I'm, you know, I'm glad, you know, it's just you and Steve left and Mark didn't come with you because I've been wanting to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And she, and look, I'm going to summarize this really quick because I don't even mm-hmm. remember all the details, but she mm-hmm. started out by saying she had a dream mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with me. It was some mountain and mm-hmm. some, I don't even understand the dream, some, mm-hmm. nothing in it was me. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, and that dream, and I thought about that dream, and I thought, this is God telling me that Adam is saying unchristlike things and being unchristlike on his podcast. And yeah. I just wanted to bring up with you, you know, honey, I, I've not listened to it, and I don't know, but you know, we when when you were in my womb, uh, I had mm-hmm. ladies of the church pray over me, mm-hmm. and you know, because I wanted you to to do something for for God, and I just want mm-hmm. to know that you're not you know, being unchristlike on your podcast and that you're not leading mm-hmm. people astray or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was how it started out. And then we got into this conversation. And then I said, well, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not being unchristlike on my, I mean, my podcast, the purpose of my podcast is not to witness to people, but I let people know I'm a Christian and I don't mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever. So, but then we get into this other conversation and the bottom line of the other conversation is I found out that my mom, even though she says, I love Mark, I love you, I'm so glad you found each other, yada, yada, yada. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, she still refers to me being gay as living the homosexual lifestyle. And, you know, and she's basically still at the point where she still believes I'm, you know, basically going to hell. She didn't say that. She didn't say you're going to hell, but I'm I'm paraphrasing here. Mm-hmm. She still in her heart feels that way, but she loves me and she loves Mark. And so she's, you know, I don't know, I don't know, tolerating it or whatever. And it really hurt my, because I thought we had moved past that. You know, she refers to Mark as her other son, you know, all of this other stuff. And this whole air quotes, living the homosexual lifestyle was it was something she would have said, you know, 10 years ago or something. So I thought we had moved, we had moved past that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that, that was it. And it just, it hurt, you know, to hear her saying that. And so I called you and, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody else talked to everybody and, uh, I don't know, but, but the good, I guess the good thing about that is I had bought the, and I don't know if I talked about it on throwing down, but you and I had talked about it. I bought this book called Christ in crisis, which talks about how a lot of Christians nowadays are, actually not living by what the Bible, all of this stuff that they're, you know, saying and and doing politically is not actually in line with what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and because she's like, I just want to be honest with you, son, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, can I be honest with you? I've been struggling with some of the ways that you and, and my stepdad have been acting and things you've mm-hmm. been saying and reconciling that with what I've read in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I found a book that really kind of spells out, would you guys mind reading that? So they're going to read this book. So mm-hmm. I guess there's a win. You know what's so funny is, now I'm not a bib- I don't know if you know this, Adam, I'm not a biblical scholar. I, yeah, I, well, I know. But, you know, I did go to Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, and especially in Catholic high school, you really study the Bible. And if anything, what uh, Jesus was 
a lot of so part of what Jesus is me- not message, but what he was, if he were to talk to the Pharisees, it would be that the Pharisees were sticking too much to the rules and they were so concerned with the rules that they weren't seeing the big picture. You know, that it really wasn't about, you know, do this and do that and don't eat pork. And, you know, ultimately it was about, look, it all boils down to this, you know, do unto others yeah. as you'd have them do unto you and also love your God with all your heart, mind, and soul and anything else on, outside of that is all dr- dressing, you know. But I wonder if we are in the same similar type of era where it's you have the and this is not just Christ, evangelical Christians or non-denominational Christians, but also Catholics are like this too, where they're so focused on the rules and when you kneel and when you stand and when you pray and when you do tongues and all this stuff stuff that they've lost the bigger picture, so to speak, you know. And what's funny is Jesus, you know, not living a Christ-like lifestyle. Jesus never talked about being gay, you know. Yeah. And and I and I was telling you privately, and I'll say this publicly, is I believe, and I really do believe that you do that you personally live a Christ-like lifestyle. The, only, the actually the person that you're the least Christ-like to is yourself. If I'm being honest. You're really hard on yourself, but I think to other people, you're very Christ-like and, and, you know, Jesus hung out with like tax collectors and hookers and, uh, porn stars and, um, Instagram influencers. He hung out with a bunch of people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did. The guy from ShamWow. He hung out with a lot of people. The ShamWow guy. And, uh, and you've you've created a community of these broken people. <laughs> <laughs> you've created this wonderful community where no, but I'm being honest now. You've created a community of people who, by you know standard Christian, are, are kind of outcast because they're gay or whatnot. Uh, and um, and you've created this wonderful community for these people to get together. I think what you've done is more Christ-like than most people, you know, and which will horrify Daniel because he's an atheist. But I think that what you've done, what the two of you have done is create this wonderful community for these people to find each other and create a community. I think, so I think that if we're going to buy into the praying over your mom's womb, I think it did work. I think you have done good things for the world. And I and I think I wish she could see that because does she even know that Pride Forty Eight exists? Well, I've I have I have told her, you know, sort of. I mean, I haven't gone into detail. I haven't gone into detail, but I like. I've does told she her. know that because of you, Gary from Portland got to make an appointment in Las Vegas to see the Falcon Studios up close and personal? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably yeah. not that. Yeah, and what you what you guys don't know is I sneak in scriptures. Yeah, uh, you know, occasionally throughout all of my podcasts, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're getting preached at, and you don't even know. Yeah, it. yeah. you know. So, uh, and so I I was so touched by this and what you talked about. I dug into my Latin heritage, okay. And I wrote a little song for you. And I hope you don't mind if I sang, sing. I, I even worked in some trumpets and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for You're it? really prepared. Yeah. yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. 
Here it comes. Oh, sorry. This is the wrong karaoke version. Hold on for a second. (laughs) Oh, you really prepared. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Wait. Wait, how come you find the one with no... With the... Not the singer there. Yeah, you really... Yeah. You love to have some sex with all kind of men and boys. You even fuck the melon and countless anal toys. You love to go. You live in Arkansas, right by the Ozark Mountains. You go to church and play your trumpet, but no one knows you're gay. They all think you live with a guy who's Filipino, too. But if they only knew, they'd hate you like you're a stinking Jew. That you're the chosen few. Gay and something. They live in the homosexual lifestyle. Gay and with a man living the homosexual lifestyle. That, that was the song I wrote. You should take that on the road. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, take it yeah. on the road. I'll sing at the next Pride 48. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, uh, Drew Brooks in the chat room, I believe it was uh-huh. Drew Brooks, says, What's yeah. the homosexual lifestyle? I, I would like to point out that the way some Christian people uh you know talk about homosexuality it's because they don't want to admit that it that we are gay you know that we that we are born gay and that it's like who we are and so what they what they do is when they're talking about gay people is they say you're living the homosexual lifestyle so because they don't want to admit that you are gay that that's who you are they want to say it as if you're just making a choice to do those things. And so that's what that means when you say living the homosexual. That's why it's so hurtful because it's saying that's not who you are. You're just making evil choices, basically, is what they're saying. Well, it's so funny that you say – it's so funny that you say that, Adam, <laughs> because you told me this has been a speech earlier and I actually recorded a song for you. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're gay, G-A-Y, or fag, F-A-G. It doesn't matter, because you were born this way, baby. Yeah. Your mother told you all this week. You're living the homosexual lifestyle. But didn't know that Jesus hung around with 12 other guys. They get together and they jack off to all the animals in the desert. This made Adam really uncomfortable. 
He's making a face cut talking about Jesus having sex with other men. It doesn't matter for him. He's on a, on a crucifix. Jesus was born this way. I haven't... I'll be... Okay. I have to admit something to you. You have to workshop that. I have to admit it. I... I I was, I, you probably didn't realize this, but I was making that up when I was going. I no, well, it does need a little workshopping for sure. Yeah, but I will next week. I will have for you the final versions of oh, living God. the homosexual lifestyle and uh, about Jesus having sex with the apostles and born this way. Okay. 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 So that was, um, that was that was my wait, upper wait, story for the wait. week. Hold on for a second. Jordan Darling just said something very interesting in the chat room. He mentions his iced coffee. I realize that there's a a gay stereotype of gays loving iced coffee. But this is a weird one. Like, I get most stereotypes. I get where they come from, right? Why is it that gays love iced coffee? I love iced coffee. Taylor loves iced coffee. Buhecker loves iced coffee. All the gays that I know love, love, love iced coffee. Do you like iced coffee, Adam? No. Oh. But I wonder, because he mentioned it, and why is it that a lot of gays love iced coffee? I love iced coffee. I love it. Well, I don't like coffee, and it's even worse iced, because I think of coffee as needing to be hot, and when I drink it cold, it feels wrong. Like, Like cold soup. I don't mm-hmm. like gazpacho. I don't like cold soup. Like soup is supposed to be hot. Coffee mm-hmm. is supposed to be hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there are certain things that are supposed to be cold, but I don't like coffee anyway. So it doesn't matter. Oh. So, right. Well, Adam Burns, let's talk about, I told you, I think before the show that I have a serious topic, a serious yeah, you did. topic to talk because about. Because that serious... last one we just talked about was not serious. <laughs> no. I have a serious-ish topic to talk to you about. It's actually not very serious. It's actually, I'll be okay. honest, it's not very serious. But I know that you have a an almost pathological uh, aversion towards uh, difficult conversations or awkward conversations or what you feel are confrontational conversations. I do. I yeah. do, yeah. So I want to have a discussion with you. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to make my case – First. Okay. Okay. And then when I'm done, I will throw to you and you will have all the time in the world to respond. Okay. And all I'm going to do is share how I feel. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to share how I feel. Now, I do this to other people, so I might as well do it to myself as well. Okay. But I want to talk about how I started Weight Watchers because I want to lose weight. I, I saw how much you enjoyed it and all the people on Discord enjoyed it. So I was like, I'll give it a shot, right? I, I don't enjoy it. I get results. Excuse me. I'm, I'm going sorry. to make my oh, case. Am I, am I supposed to just... Yes. This is a monologue. And then, yes. Okay. Yes. It's a monologue. Okay. And then I will throw to you and you can respond. Okay. If you want to take notes so you remember things to, to talk about, it's fine. Sure. Sure. So anyway, uh, and so I downloaded the app and I signed up for it. You know, and when I did it, it, I, they asked me what my weight was. And so I waited till I weighed myself and I got an official weigh in, you know, on a Saturday morning. Like you do. I didn't, I wanted to do it just like you do. So you do Saturday mornings. So I decided to do Saturday mornings as well. And I weighed myself and I put it in. Yes. I don't have a question, even though I said you can wait. Uh, do you weigh naked? 
I do have underwear on, but that's it. You need to weigh naked if you want to do it like me. Okay, I'll weigh naked moving forward. All right. So I weighed myself and I put my weight in. Okay. And the app recommended that I do the green team. Okay. That's what they're called. Tier or team. What are they called? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Plan. Yeah, the green plan, right? And so the the green allows you the most points. Blue is in the middle. Purple is the least points, okay? Then trade-off, you get more zero-point foods with the least amount of points on purple and the fewest number of zero-point foods with green, okay? Which I was fine with, all right? So I went with green, and I got 57 points. And we'll talk about my experience during the cooking segment, okay? We'll talk about Weight Watchers there. But we were talking about it. We made a whole channel, by the way. If anyone's interested, you can go to... What is the name of the channel again? Like... I don't know. I couldn't... I, I don't even know if I found it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm in it. It's called... Um, what is it called? I'm looking... Oh, Thick and Juicy. It's called Thick and Juicy. And... Um, so... Uh, it's called Thick and Juicy, and, I, and I, so we move it over there, and I'm talking over there, and we're all sharing, and um, uh, I'm a librarian's giving some good advice, and all the people who've done it, Lauren S. used to do it, Bree, State of Bree gives advice, Astute Girl gives advice, all the people who have done it or are doing it give advice. And I'm talking about my 57, I'm such a fat pig that I get 57 points. So... Um, we're chit-chatting, and then um, I'm a librarian points out that when she started with her husband, her husband had somewhere around sim- similar points that I did, okay? And then now they've both lost a lot of weight, and he's somewhere like in the 30s or 40s, I can't remember what. And then she says, she gives her height, her weight, okay? And she says, and I get 28 points now. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And she goes, and I'm blue. She says she's blue. She's 28 points, and she gives her height and her weight, okay? And then you weigh in, and you say, I'm on blue, and I have 24 points, and I wish I had 57 points, because you could, you said I could easily do 57 points. And then I got to thinking, and I was like, well, because so, someone had said men automatically get more points. I was like, I'm a librarian as a woman. She's shorter than you. And presumably weighs less than you. How does she have more points than you? So I said, because what I thought, and I'm being honest, what I thought was there was some sort of error, you know, a mistake somewhere along the lines. Maybe you mistyped it. And so I said, Adam should look into this. Okay. Because I want, because I want you to have as many points as possible. Even I know you don't use your points every day and you save them up for the weekend. That's more points you can save up for the weekend, right? And then you responded in a very angry fashion. I saw you looking through your phone, so maybe you have your response, right? But no, I was j- pulling up the Weight Watchers app. I wasn't sure oh. if this was where you were going or not. So yeah, keep yeah. going. So the gist of what you write is, like, very angry. In fact, in fairness, I should probably read what you wrote, okay? I should probably read what you wrote, which I believe was in Thick and Juicy, okay? So where are you? Adam Burns. Um. Oh, 
uh, maybe it's back there. Maybe it's actually in the other one. Can yeah, someone find I, it for I me, please? I don't think I ever joined that channel. I oh, mean, okay. I don't think I ever, because I didn't know what the channel was called. I kept looking for it. So I don't even know where it is. Channel. It may be in the main throwing down channel. Oh, is it that where it is? Uh, if someone I could find it and copy and paste it, that'd be great. I think it might be in general, actually. I don't know. It's somewhere. And you responded. Oh, yeah, here it is. I'm not oh. sure why you want to ch- change what I do, Joe. Mm-hmm. What I do works for me. I just have a tendency to fall off the wagon, but that's to be mm-hmm. expected. When yep. I'm on my plan, eating as many free foods as I want, it works. I lose weight and I don't feel hungry. You do you. I'll do me. Smiley yep. face. Well, the smiley face is so passive aggressive, right? And so I was like, why did I just get in trouble? All I wanted him to do, and I want you to have as many points as possible. I'm not trying to change how you eat. I'm not. I just, and I still don't understand. Actually, I was talking to Boo Hacker about it. And Boo Hacker had a theory as to why Librarian had 28 points and you have 24. He said that perhaps Librarian is maintaining and she's on a maintenance plan rather than losing weight plan. I don't know. Because I was like, that's odd. That Why would a man who's taller and presumably uh, weighs more have fewer points than a woman who's shorter and weighs less? And so that was saying, you should look into that. That way you have more points. You know? And so anyway, this actually goes to a bigger topic. And this is the part I told you I was going to be a little afraid. And I, before okay. I say anything, I know Daniel Brewer listens to this show. And so I want Daniel Brewer to know. I'm talking to Daniel Brewer. No one listen. This has nothing to do with you personally, Daniel Brewer. It has nothing to do with you. It could be any person, right? In fact, Vera is in this mix too. And Baron Frosty, you know. Because uh, I hear them on this, uh, Daniel doesn't go on Geeky Gay, but you'll get what I'm saying, is that I feel, and actually Vera's a bigger culprit here, that there are people who, I don't I don't like using the word bully, because I hate, because people think that I bully you, and I don't think I bully you, and, um, right, Adam? And, uh, <laughs> but... There are people who think I'm maybe a little aggressive with you. They think Daniel's a little aggressive with you. I don't know if people think about Vera or whatnot. And I'm like, why is it? I was thinking about it. Why is it that Adam feels comfortable to put me in my place, but doesn't feel comfortable doing the same to Daniel or to Vera or to Frosty or to little Ozzy Battler or to these other people who, like, you just don't do that to them, but you feel comfortable doing it to me. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of thoughts cross my mind, but I'm not going to put words in your mouth. But that is what crossed my mind. That's And that's I'm just sharing how I feel. This is not confrontational. I just want to have a discussion. Because, to be honest with you, it has to do more with me. I talked to Aiden about it, and I was like, why is it, what what is it? Because there are other people who've done similar things where I go I'm just asking a question and people think that I'm being mean to them I go what am I doing wrong because if you look at what I wrote all I said was Adam should look into this so I'm gonna stop now and I'm gonna let you respond well uh, well I want to respond I want to respond first to the Weight Watchers specifically because several times when we've been talking about Weight Watchers 
you have um, you have made jokes around the way that I do Weight Watchers and how it really and and the whole fact that it bothers you that I could eat three dozen eggs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know why that bothers you, but you've mm-hmm. you've made that joke several times and it irritates me every time you say it. But I know you're joking. Well, okay. I know you're partially joking, but there is some truth in joking. So you're you you really feel that way, but you're making a joke out of it. But I but I've had success. So it really like like well, I'm like, well, OK, it's working for me and I'm not hungry and uh, it's works better than other things that I've done. So why is it bothering Joe if I'm eating half a dozen eggs or a dozen eggs or whatever, if I'm still losing weight? So it's been kind of festering every time you would say it, it would just piss me off. And so then when you said that in there, I was uh, kind of thinking, Ugh, here he is trying to like correct how I'm doing things again, even though it's working for me. And so I, I got to a, but I wasn't really saying it like I just got to a point where I wanted to say something. So I said it, but it things are under the surface for a long time and then I'll say them. And then I think they do come across or they're more forceful or more angry than they should be because I don't say them right away when when I probably should just nip stuff in the butt right at the beginning. But instead... I let it go for a really long time and I'm just like, ha, 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 you know, and whatever. And then I, because I'm a people pleaser, we all know that. And so, and, and I don't like confrontation, so I won't say anything. And then eventually it'll, it'll go above my tolerance limit, you know, one too many times. And then I'll just diarrhea, verbal diarrhea. So I don't, I don't know that that rises to that level, but, uh, but anyway, that's what happened. You know, I, I think there are much more exaggerated examples of me doing that where I've just like blown up and said horrible things to people. But but uh, it's just because I I hold it all in and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, like it all comes out. Now, the, to the other point, I, you know, I don't and it's not that you're bullying me. It's just that I, I don't think you bully me like I, I don't think anybody bullies me, but I, I don't. I don't defend myself a lot because again, I don't enjoy those type of conversations. So I just let things roll off and then, but eventually, you know, I'll yell at someone at Wendy's because, you know, (laughs) so, but, uh, but I, and so I don't know, I, I'm sure that's happened with Daniel. Um, Auntie Scott and I haven't had a close relationship or a, a, a relationship where we're like chatting on the phone and like really talking to each other personally uh, as long as you and Daniel and I have. So probably with him, I just, you know, like I don't feel as comfortable. And so my top, my, my limit is higher because like I, like he, he would really have to piss me off. And then I, I don't know, Daniel, I think I do blow up at Daniel occasionally. Mm-hmm. I think I do. I think mm-hmm. I think it happens on the show, pre-show or post. I mean, Daniel would have to talk about talk to this because I don't remember. But I would say pre-show or post-show on Mix Minus, mm-hmm. I have probably said things. So th- that's my response. But you know, uh, I I will apologize for the tone if you took it that way. But I will. You don't still have to apologize. It's just how but you're I- feeling. But I will still stand by what I say. That every time I have mentioned to you how I'm doing Weight Watchers. You have criticized it 
you know, as if I need to change what I'm doing and yet it's working or it works for me. So, so I I, yeah, I, I don't think that I've ever in terms of you, I don't think I've ever, I don't think you, I mean, you do you essentially, right? Like I will make fun of you. (laughs) I think it's silly. Right. Yeah. But like that you were like, I had an 18 egg omelet and two slices of bacon, so it was only six points. Now I realize, I do realize, especially now that I'm in it, that for your tier, that that is true. You did not do anything wrong. I'm not saying, I don't think you're cheating, you know, and that works for you. Green works for me. I actually like green. I like having more points. I don't mind counting the eggs, you know, um, and whatever. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, but again, again, you know, uh, humor and this especially is all about essentially building a straw man. So you exaggerate something to such a degree. I don't, I don't even think you've ever really had an 18 egg omelet, right? Well, but no, I don't think so. Yeah, but it, you exaggerate it and then you make fun of that exaggeration. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's really, it was really, not, I don't know if it's necessarily saying you have to change things. I do think it's silly, yeah. you know, but, um, I'm sure there are things I do that you think people, like, for instance, people think it's silly that I like twinks. Right. Well, anyway, I, well, if I, if it hurt your feelings, that was, it didn't not hurt my feelings. Opinion. I just no, got, that's what happened. I just got in my feelings. My feelings were never hurt, but I was in my feelings because I was like, A, that I wasn't even meaning anything there. And two, I was like, what is it that he feels the, um, okay to, to blow up at me, but I don't feel I've ever heard, seen you blow up at Daniel or at, um, Vera or anything like that. But, but, oh, but I've, but, I've blown up at Daniel, but you, I, but you, you've spoken to it. You've yeah. spoken to it. So there we go. And that, so that's, yeah. uh, it's been settled. Yes. I don't think there's anything different, but I would say if I blow up at you earlier, I would take that as a compliment because it means I'm more comfortable saying what I really think with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. So. Well, now let's get into. And, you know, I, oh, wait, wait, hold now. on. Oh, I didn't do that on purpose. But, you know, <laughs> that's what Adam, Adam sent me these text messages after I wrote Stop that. it. And he was like. Stop. Oh my god, I'm gonna die. Oh my god, stop. Um, uh, okay. We cooked. We specifically cooked from the Cook's Country magazine, the October November 2021 issue. By the way, I mentioned this on Discord, but I'm gonna mention it here on the show. If you subscribe now, this is new. This is new. If you subscribe subscribe to Apple News, the app on Apple News, you can now always access the most current issue of Cook's Country. So go to your Apple News app. If you subscribe, if you're a subscriber, go to like the magazine or look up Cook's Country in the search bar, and now you can you can follow it, and you'll always have the latest issue. I don't think you have access to the back catalog, but whatever the latest issue, you have the full latest issue in the Apple News, and that could be helpful for people who don't subscribe. And want to cook the recipes. So we cooked, and Adam, you chose Chicken Stroganoff, page 20 of this issue. So Chicken Stroganoff, page 20 of the October-November 2021 issue. 
And uh, why don't you tell us about your experience making the chicken stroganoff? Um, I, so all of the ingredients, I mean, we'll just go with the, with the general, you know, uh, format of my reviews. Uh, I did not substitute. Oh, you did? Did you get the magazine, by the way? No, I didn't. You still haven't gotten it? I have not gotten it. No. Oh, how weird. Okay. Um, but, uh, but so I'll say now I did substitute one thing. Okay. Because I didn't, I thought I had it and I didn't, and I wasn't going to go back to the store. So I did not have sherry. I thought mm-hmm. I did, but I used a white wine. Well, I they thought, tell you if you don't have sherry, what to do. Oh, I guess I didn't read thoroughly. Mm-hmm. So I, I used a white wine uh, that I thought, well, sherry's probably a little sweeter, mm-hmm. but you know, it's it's generally a white wine-ish sort of. I, I don't think sherry is red wine, so um, so I used a white wine. But other than that, I used I, I followed the instructions. And uh, used everything that they called for, and it was easy. Um, it it wasn't difficult at all. I I think I overcooked the egg noodles a little bit because I didn't look at the package to see how long mm-hmm. I should keep them in, and they were a little bit mushier than I thought they were. Gonna. Mm-hmm. I was I was doing it like a regular pasta time because I know mm-hmm. like spaghetti noodles are around eight minutes. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't even do it eight and they already felt like they were good. So I had to quickly like pull them out of the water and, you know, do all that, but they still mm-hmm. were good. They just got a little mushier than I would have liked overall though. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I got a lot of color on the onions and the mushrooms and, you know, let them get really brown and caramelized and the chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was simple. I mean, it wasn't hard. There were, there were a few steps, but it wasn't hard anyway. I really liked it though. I thought oh, it was did. very tasty. Yeah, I really liked it. I like an egg noodle, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I'll make it again. I will. Oh, well, you will. I'm not. If I'm not on a diet at some point, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Like it doesn't. It's very. Speaking of, by the way, thanks to I'm a librarian for attempting to try and slim it down for us. I mean, there's no way. I just had to make it the way. There was no way to slim it down, really. Um. But uh, you know, my, the question I always ask, what did Mark think? He's not real expressive about food, Joe. He said, yeah, it's good. Oh. That was his – I mean that's his general response. So mm-hmm. I, his most favorite meal in the world I don't think he gushes about. So it's yeah. – I, I mean the, the strongest uh, I've ever gotten is um, I like that. You could make that again. And oh. that was for the Japanese one. Yeah. That had the citrus. Whatever. So this one was just like, it was good. Okay. Yeah, that was it. So, okay. With me, what's funny is in the article, they say, or in the notes, or what, no, it's in the article itself. They say, oh, you know, so it's a weeknight meal. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think this is a weeknight meal. Like, yeah, it took about an hour, but there's a lot involved with this episode. Like, you have to put the pasta to boil, then you have to cut the onion, and you have to cut the chicken to one-inch pieces, and you have to do this and that. Again, it came up fine. It took about an hour, you know. Um, but there's a lot of ingredients doing different things at different times. I wouldn't call this like, oh, it's a Tuesday night. I'm going to make this. Would you agree or no? Yeah, probably. I mean, I um, – you're probably right. I mean, it's – it's there are a lot of steps. Um, yeah. I guess I'm getting used to that because it's – you know what? It seems like recipes in general because I'm – I generally – what I do – 
when I'm cooking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is I will, you know, research a recipe and find different, different recipes. And then I will kind of make my own version of things. Like I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not a real big recipe follower. You know, if I'm doing a special event or something and and there's some fancy thing that I, and that's probably why when we started this segment, I kept picking fancy things Mm -hmm. because generally if I'm going to do a recipe, it's going to be a baked good or a something fancy that, you know, I feel like I need a recipe for. So I I find it very arduous in general Mm -hmm. to follow a long detailed recipe because generally that's just not what I, and when you have like 15 steps and like, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, eight paragraphs of stuff that you have to do, you know. So probably I didn't seem much different than anything else because this following a recipe is not something I do a lot. So see, I love following a recipe, love, love, love it. Um, so I'll tell you this: I don't really like heavy, creamy meals. I just don't. I just never like them very much. I don't oh, hate I do. them. Oh, yeah. And so my parents do as well. So my parents absolutely loved this dish. Loved it. Okay. They were head over heels for this dish. It was fine. It tasted good. It's not a dish I would... I told them I'd go... Because the the question I always ask them is, is this a repeat? So, and they said, yes, this is for sure a repeat. I said, well, I have a statement. I will never make this dish again. I go, mom's welcome to make it, but I will never make this dish again. But just mostly because I I don't like super heavy dishes. And also, I'm doing this Weight Watchers. This was 24 points of my day today. I have to budget around that. Now, I'm lucky that I have 50. If this were you, you'd be your meal for the day. But for me, I... I can still have wiggle room. I have 57 points for the day. Now, do you know why I substitute uh, chicken breast, uh, boneless, skinless chicken breast for the thighs? Because if you do that, well, I don't know about on green, but on blue, boneless, skinless chicken breast is zero points. No, I know that, but it it costs points in mine too. But to me, and well, well, let me finish this thought here and then we'll transition to Weight Watchers. Um... Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Uh, I liked it, but I would never make it again. I don't really like heavy meals. Let me tell you the dishes I've I made, I made. I'm choosing two. I'll tell you why. One of them is very Weight Watchers friendly and probably very easy. You just throw it together, and I know that won't make you happy. So I'm choosing a dessert as well. Okay. Okay. So one of them is a dinner tonight recipe called cilantro lime turkey salad wraps. Okay. Okay. And. Then the other one is a basic cinnamon coffee cake. A basic cinnamon. We're going to have a lot of problems this 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 issue because a lot of them are seafood and you don't like seafood. No, I do not. Yeah, like there's a clam chowder I want to try. There's a smoky roasted shrimp and potatoes I want to try. A smoked salmon and potato frittata I want to try. So, um, but for for this for this one. Why don't we do the cilantro lime turkey salad wraps and the basic cinnamon coffee cake? If you only want to make one of them, that's fine. But those okay. are the two I will be making uh, for this. All right, let's talk about Weight Watchers. Now, a wrap is not necessarily Weight Watchers friendly because anything with carbs has more points. I have 57 points. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. I oh, We're going to talk about this in Weight Watchers, but I have 56 points now. Yeah, as you lose weight, you lose points yeah, as well. I know, it's annoying. So... Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it won't be, uh, oh, by the way, everyone should know, and I'll post a link in the discord, uh, oh, no, you know, I'll post it in thick and juicy on the, also, in the discord. 
I think there are like six tablespoons of butter in that recipe. Yeah, there's six. If I counted right, there are six tablespoons of butter. If you leave the butter out, that'd be a lot of your points right there. You could just spray the noodles with some nonstick spray to keep them from sticking together. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Cook's Country has a separate website where they have all the nutritional information for all of their recipes. I will post the link to that in the thick and juicy page in the Discord if it's not already there. And then you guys can see what the calories and all of that are, and we'll figure out the points. Well, we have a fat food channel for the food segment as well. So Yeah, we'll probably put it in there as well. All right, Adam, let's talk about Weight Watchers. You started on Monday, but I started not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. So yep. you are the veteran of this. So what can you share with us since Monday? How You're still doing the 24 points, and yeah. uh, and how is that going for you? So, um, it's, it's going fine. Uh, I, I have a few standard meals that I make. And so, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I will make a chicken salad, um, to eat, to have chicken salad sandwiches for lunch Mm -hmm. and the Sara Lee bread. Uh, if you get the Sara Lee 45 calorie bread, Mm -hmm. it's only one point per slice. Oh, and the chicken salad that I make, um, cause I try to put as little mayonnaise as possible. And I either put pineapple, which I'll add pineapple juice, or I will do pickles and I'll do pickle juice to add extra moisture to it. Mm-hmm. I will put mayonnaise, but I try to only put a couple of tablespoons and it makes, I don't know, eight different, eight sandwiches or something. Mm-hmm. So it only has one or two points per serving. So only the sandwich itself is only like four points. Mm-hmm. And then I like to eat baked uh, Lay's uh, cheddar potato chips, and so those are only four points for a serving as well. Mm-hmm. So eight eight point lunch. Now I haven't done that yet because I need to make the chicken salad, but I had leftover chi- uh, chili, and I make a chili recipe that I use ground ninety nine percent lean ground turkey, and um, and so I had chili for lunch yesterday, and that's only two points mm-hmm. um, because I. You know, again, turkey for me, the turkey is zero mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for dinner, we I, we had chili again because I didn't have time to cook. So he so I but I made rice. So we had chili over rice and the rice is six points. So I only had uh, 10 points yesterday, I think. And then today, uh, I've only had lunch. I actually, because I didn't have anything, I just grilled a piece of chicken really fast and made a sandwich out of it. So, um, so I had like six points for lunch, and I'm going to make eggs for dinner. So here's 18 where I've been... eggs, Joe. I'm going to make eighteen eggs yeah. for dinner. So here's where I've been very lucky in the in on this plan is that um, you know I'm I, I benefit from the fact that I'm not really a snacker. I only really eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't really eat in between. Rare, it's super rare that I do. Okay? So I have a whopping, if you divide up my points evenly, I have a whopping like 17 or 18 points per meal. Right? And, uh, and so that's, it's, it's only required a few little tweaks on my end to be there. Like I haven't really had to change much of my lifestyle. Like for instance, if I ate fast food for breakfast, if I was really splurging, I would have an egg McMuffin and a hash brown, and that was probably my 18 points right there. 
Um, but what's funny is I'm most of the time just get an egg McMuffin. So that's just 10 points, right? Which then goes to So how to many lunch. daily points do you have? 56. So you have 56 daily points. Daily points. Wow. Yeah. That's like two days yeah. for me. Yeah. So, uh, so like I just have to change my, my egg McMuffin. See, one of the things I've talked about, and this is again why I'm lucky, is I also don't, if anyone also has ever eaten with me, I don't eat tremendous amounts of food. I'm not having like heroic. Yeah. I don't eat heroic portion of foods. The The reason I'm fat is two reasons. One, when I'm gaining weight in that mode, every meal of the day is a poor choice, right? Like it's fast food and it's egg McMuffin and a uh, hash brown. It's for lunch. I'm going to do McDonald's, right? Uh, it would be a two cheeseburger meal with a medium fries and a Diet Coke. For dinner, be a Big Mac and large fries and Diet Coke. So they're not tremendous meals, but if you add up all those calories, there is a tremendous number of calories, right? And so, uh, and then I don't move. You know, I sit at my desk all day. So those two things combined, uh, that's why I got fat. So just changing little things, I'm able to uh, still, like, for instance, I think last week, and I was in my points... Um, I had a double cheese. Oh, they had double cheeseburger fifty cents for fifty cents. It was some day like cheeseburger day, and so I had a double cheeseburger with um small fries and a diet coke, and it wasn't that many points. It wasn't that much, if anything, off my points thing. So I haven't really had to change that much. And I weighed myself on Saturday, seven days later, and I lost. Now I I'm gonna before you say anything, Adam. I know what you're gonna say. I've been on a lot of diets, and I'm gonna say the same thing. So in the first week, I lost 3.7 pounds, okay? Now stop. As I told Aiden, whenever you... Yes? What am I... Well, I know what you think I'm going to say, but why would I say anything discouraging at all? I think that's great. I don't think you were saying anything discouraging. I, was gonna, I told Aiden, I go, anytime you make any change to your diet, you're going to lose a ton of weight the first week. I go, typically when, I, when I'm on a diet... Or watching what I eat, I lose one to two pounds a week if I'm lucky. So I go next week; it'll be the same. I'll be, it'll be probably probably lose half a pound or something. I will say it's not going to be that good. Yesterday I went fucking overboard, and I but but this is where Weight Watchers is great. All I did was I dipped into my fit points or what? What are they called again? Your extra points? I don't know. I I dipped into my extra points for the week, and so I'm fine. Week, but today, well, it, it just says weekly remaining. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I dipped into those uh, because yesterday was a mess and today's a mess too. But there's a reason for it. It's boring. Whatever. Uh, Adam, have you said everything you want to say about the Weight Watchers? Well, I'm happy that you're back on it. Well, the la- I mean, the last thing I'll say is uh, yeah. I-, I haven't decided because, look, I will say the one thing that I was doing before when I was on Weight Watchers is I was – Instead of using those weekly remaining points, what I was doing is getting the bare minimum points that I could possibly get and still be okay for six days of the week. And then I was having one day where I could just eat whatever I want and not count it. Mm -hmm. And I was losing weight, Mm -hmm. but uh, I wasn't counting those points because I want to tell you something. Going to a restaurant and trying Mm -hmm. to count points in Weight Watchers is like 
it is horrible. Like mm-hmm. when you're on Weight Watchers, you might as well not even go to a restaurant because it is ho- a restaurant. I'm not now fast food is one thing because a lot of times it's actually there. But if you go to a restaurant, which Mark and I do every week, it is you're guessing like you have no idea what they put in that food. Well, also a fast food because it's corporate is so everything down yeah. to the, the millimeter. You know that that nutritional information is correct because it's very uniform. Yeah, so I would do – because we eat at a restaurant every week. That's our tradition. We do that. Mm-hmm. And it was getting depressing trying to go, well, I don't know how many points is in that pork chop. So I guess I'm just going to have to get the grilled chicken with some broccoli, you know, mm-hmm. and you tell them to do it in broth or something. Yeah. And I'm going to – so I, you know, so I just took a splurge day, but I didn't count it because I'm like, mm-hmm. this is too much stress. Like I, I don't know if I'm being accurate. It's not – and I was still losing weight. So I don't know, you know, what I'm going to do this time. But don't you but, think – because, you know, people are talking about it in the chat room. Don't you think – and this is what I have done is that you just – because Weight Watchers just offer this on the app. You just go like, well, I'm having something like this and something like that. And you put it together and whatever. That's the point. So you just live with it. Yeah, but I'm a very black and white person. Joe yeah. and it, it bothers me that I don't know the exact ounces and the did they mm-hmm. put butter in it you know and all this kind of stuff and I when I first started Weight Watchers I was just like okay well they probably put three tablespoons of butter in this and I would go and I'd like rebuild the recipe in my head mm-hmm. anyway so but no that's all I got all right well that's this week's food segment all right so Adam Burns what else is going on with you out there in the Ozarks um, well, so I, I have gotten, I don't know if this is because I'm getting older or if I've mm. always been this way, but I have gotten forgetful lately and, uh, and two different times I have forgotten my wallet. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago I was on my way to church and I was, and I realized I was out of gas. Mm-hmm. But I also realized that I did not have my wallet. And I was already about mm-hmm. 10 minutes away from home, and I was running late for church. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a gas station, but anyway, it was drama because I, luckily the gas station took tap to pay on my phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was able to to do it. So anyway, I had a haircut this Saturday, and I was um, about two hours from home. And I realize that I have forgotten my wallet. Mm-hmm. And so I, I and, and I was out of gas. I probably had yeah. like 30 miles left. Mm-hmm. In fact, I got to the part, I don't know if your car does this, but it'll tell you how many miles you have left. Yeah. And then you get to a certain point and it's just, it, it just draws a line across it and it blinks. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm not even going to tell you now, and you know you're mm-hmm. so stressed out. You're like, oh my god, I got to stop right now. So I found it, and I thought, oh my god, I like how am I going to get home? I gotta have to call mm-hmm. Mark. Like, what am I going to yeah. do? I've still got to get my hair cut, or I need to because, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's five hours away, and I can only schedule it like every month. And so I, uh, so anyway, I pulled over at this gas station. They didn't have tap to pay, so oh, then. Yeah. I'm digging around my car, and mm-hmm. luckily I had part of a roll of quarters. Okay. So I found $5 worth of quarters. So then I paid them with quarters. I got my $5 worth of gas, but that mm-hmm. was only to get me to the next gas station. But hold on for a second. Hold Before you say anything, and I'm, and I'm being honest with you, I'm prepping you for mixed minus. 
You know, Adam, you could go to a supermarket or somewhere that uses tap to pay and they'll let you take cash out on it. Well, no, I I don't think I knew that because I've never done that before. Oh. But also I, I schedule – I mean my appointment is at a certain time and I don't have mm-hmm. a lot of extra time. Yeah. I mean I do leave early because I know – it never fails. Something happens. Mm-hmm. There'll be an accident mm-hmm. or, you know, something will happen. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so then I'm thinking, okay, I got to find a gas station that has tap to pay. So I thought come and go always has tap to pay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm driving. I'm, I'm pulling up come and go on my phone or looking because we have this just so low. I don't know if you guys have come and goes there, but they are a national chain, I believe. But we have a lot of come and goes here. That's what I call my glory hole. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the garage. They actually sell shirts, and I think they do it for that reason because it's like a double entendre. But mm-hmm. you know, because people, oh, people are ha ha ha. I want come and yeah. go on my shirt. But anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, so I call, I find one that was only five miles away. I was like, well, I've got enough gas for that. So I called them, like, oh, do you guys take tap to pay? Anyway, she's like, yes. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go there, and uh, yeah, it was just. So I was I was able to there's no like dramatic ending. I was able to finally piece together a plan to get the rest of the way. I didn't have to call Mark to pick me up. I I I found a tap to pay and I did it. I also found a tap to pay on my way home so I could get home. Mm-hmm. But it was so my my stylist I I couldn't pay I couldn't tip her. Because well, they don't you have Venmo? To pay. Well, I guess I could have, but I mean, I didn't I, yeah, I, I suppose I could have, but they normally I will pay them and then just add an extra 20 bucks or whatever on the, but, uh, my service was free because it's included in my plan and I didn't anyway. So I couldn't, I was like, I'll just tip you next time. And then she's like, just in case you can't find a tap to pay, uh, do you want me to give you some cash? So you have some cash in case you need to get, I'm like, no, 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 don't. I'm like, I'll find, you know, and I, I got gas before I left, but anyway, it was just a big, but I did. So someone in the, Lauren in the chat room is saying, uh, still driving with no license. No. So when I changed my name recently, I don't even know if I brought that up on here, but I changed my name. Mm-hmm. So I went and I got now a new, name, his new name. Can I tell them your new name? No, it's secret. That, so now Adam is my stage name. Come and go. Right. So, uh, when I got my new license, um, I, I don't know if it, normally they make you give up your old license, mm-hmm. but they, they said, do you, do you want the old license? And so I said, mm-hmm. yes. And so I put the old license in my, uh, in the little, uh, thing in, in the middle, in between the two seats mm-hmm. and I put my new license in my wallet. So I had my old license in the car. Well, now I can't, I, I did not bring this up before because I don't know if all banks are doing this. I know my bank. Uh, they basically have a tap to pay now, essentially, with the ATMs that you can use your phone if you don't have your ATM card to pull money out of the ATM if you go to their ATM. But I don't know if your bank does that. I don't know if it's every bank is major bank is doing that. I don't know what the status is with that. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought about that and I wasn't sure. And mm-hmm. the only and the problem was none of the banks of my bank were close to me. And I thought mm-hmm. if I drive all the way there, I'm going to miss my yeah. appointment. And what if they yeah. don't have it? Yeah, you know, because I didn't know. So yeah, all right. Well, very good. By the way, a little bit of an update. Maybe not everyone listens to um, appointment podcasting for me, uh, Geeky K. 
Do you want to give everyone an update of what happened? Because the last we heard here on Throwing Down, you got an alert, an email on the air that your car stereo was going to go to your old oh. address. You want to tell everyone what happened? Landed up happening? Sure. Yeah. Uh, don't ever shop at Best Buy. I'll tell you that. Um, I was finally when when they issued a tracking number when UPS issued a tracking number, mm-hmm. I was able to go on the UPS app and change it to pick up at a UPS location. Mm-hmm. They charged me $6, but I was able to change it. So I was able to pick it up and it is now installed. So we're all, Oh, good. and how do you feel now having a car stereo? You don't need a headphone in it and everything. Well, you know, it's fine. I actually, I'm really enjoying it. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I had a working car stereo. And then I was like, Oh wow, I can connect to this with Bluetooth and play my podcast. Yeah, and next time you go on that long trip, you don't have to have one in your ear. You can now listen right. to podcasts in your car on those long trips. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, Adam Burton, I have a couple of stories uh, to tell. I will say, not to promote the executive tier, but I literally told this story on This Joe Batance, and it took 45 minutes. But I'm going to give a three-minute version. But two quick stories. One is, was having breakfast with my mom, my parent the other day. And the parents were talking about the old days as they do every meal. And it came up about them meeting and whatnot. And my mom says, well, you know, your dad's friends didn't like me, but I don't know why. And my dad says, uh, because they thought you were stuck up. And my mom goes, I swear to God, she goes, I wasn't stuck up. They were trash. And I go, well, well, all right. Just prove their point. So then, um, okay, so... She could have had a point, though, because sometimes – I mean, that is funny, but mm -hmm. you will do the same thing with me where you're like, Mm -hmm. Adam says out of his one mouth, I'm not 1%. And then he says, well, I was laying in my soaker tub, you know. Oh, you want to get a sauna for your house. You know, or whatever. And so you're doing the same thing to your mom that you do to me. You're, you know, saying, oh, look at this thing that she said or whatever. So, I mean, maybe they were trash. You never know. So, I, you know, Disneyland recently brought back their annual passes, and I got an annual pass, and their gay days, it used to be the first weekend in October, but they moved it to this past weekend. This is when all the gays go to Disneyland, right? Again, for the full story, I mean, it's literally a 45-minute story, go to this Jebatant. But I want to tell a quick story. I went with the Johns, Evil John and John Paul. Now, Evil John's the one that collects Barbies, right? Oh, yeah, toys. Yeah, action figures, the Barbies and stuff like that. I don't actually think he likes Barbie, even though he loves Ken. So I don't know if you count Ken as a Barbie. I don't know if he really necessarily particularly collects Barbie. So uh, I meet them at Disneyland. And uh, Evil John, for the first hour, the first hour. Hour. I mean, he's awful. I haven't. I forgot. I haven't been to Disneyland with them in like years, you know, because of COVID. Couple years. And the first hour we get, to, he's like, "I want to go buy a doll in Star Wars Land." And uh, Daniel, I know it's called Galaxy's Edge. Okay. So, um, and by the way, I was talking to Taylor about why they call it Star Wars, or do they call it Star Wars, how it's easy to make that mistake? Because everything at Disneyland has a land name to it. Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Adventureland, Frontierland. So it makes sense to call it Star Wars Land, you know? So, uh, you know, I want to buy a doll, Star Wars Land. So we go over to Star Wars Land, 
anybody yeah, his dog. He sounds a lot like Joey Boohecker. And it's what someone else said. You know what? You know what? I mean, because I think he actually talked like this. I want to go to, you know, but I don't want, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do no voices. I'm like, okay. He goes, I want to buy a toy at Star Wars Land. So we go to Star Wars Land and he buys his toy. And then we're walking from Star Wars Land across the western edge of the park. And he goes, um, do you guys want to go on Winnie the Pooh? And John Paul and I were like, by the way, the only rides we went on were children rides the whole time. This is what the other rides we went on. We went on um, Jungle Cruise, uh, Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, um, Roger does he, Rabbit. Does he do the one with the teacups that spin around? I don't even. We know didn't that do that, but he exists. would. He didn't want to go on the 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 the, the steam uh, the, the little boat one. I forget what it's called until night because he likes it at night. Anyway. Casey Jr. Casey Jr. Anyway, so we go, we walk all the way to this fucking Winnie the Pooh. It's tucked away in the corner. We walk all the way to Winnie the Pooh. And he goes, I don't want to go on this ride. I hate this ride. And I go, why did you just say? What? Yeah. And I go, why did you just say you want to go on this ride? He goes, I was making conversation. No one was talking. And I go, what? <laughs> he goes, <laughs> Let's go on Jungle Cruise. And neither Cruise. one of you wanted to go on that ride. No, you were going- no, no. He goes, let's go on Jungle Cruise. So now we have to walk all the way to Jungle Cruise, okay? By the way, along the way to Jungle Cruise, he stopped two times to buy fruit, like, punch juicies or fr- slushies, right? Like, sugary slushies. Oh, you know, I and a, chur- a And a churro. And a churro. So we, we get to Jungle Cruise. Now, I, I have to find a way to explain this. But essentially, there's the main ticketed part where, like, you essentially enter a door, you know, and you're going to an enclosed space for the ticketed line, you know. But also for the overflow, there's, like, a roped-off section outside. So we're walking through we're walking through the roped-out section outside that's snaking back and forth. And there's nobody in the line, Right. So John Paul and I are talking about how stupid it is that we have to walk through this snaking part to get to the line because there's no one in line, right? And then we're about to enter the part where after that there's no turning back because you're going to be inside of a structure, okay? I don't know if that makes sense. And then I go, I look around, I go, where's Evil John? And John Paul goes, I don't know. And then we look around and like 200 yards away, Right? Evil John's just randomly talking to one of the employees, right? I'm like, what's going on? So John Paul goes, let me go get him. So John Paul climbs, you know, you know, uh, goes under the rope uh, and and goes over to John Paul, to Evil John, and then I see John Paul's wrapped up in this conversation. <laughs> and so then I'm like, what is going on? And there's still no one there, right? Finally, he grabs Evil John, and they're coming towards us and they're about to get where i am i'm waiting for them before we go in the structure they're about we're about to and then all of a sudden a swarm of like 50 people must have left a ride or something and they now they're snaking through that part catching up to me right and so john paul's like uh i don't feel comfortable with this so he just like runs away to the back of the line evil john ducks under the rope where i am okay and stands with me well just then at the head of the swarm is this cholo with his family, right? And he goes up to us and he goes, hey, the line's back there. And I don't know what was in me, 
And I go, yeah, 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 yeah. I go, maybe because I'm Mexican, so I don't care. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been here for 10 minutes. Don't worry about it, right? We, we, it's just me. I'm waiting for my friends. They went to go do something. And then he starts staring me down. And Evil John gets scared, jumps over the rope, and runs away. So now it's just me by myself with this stare down with this cholo. And he goes, and maybe because he saw that Evil John ran away, he's like, whatever, I don't care. And so then now I'm stuck in the line. They're, they're 50 people back. Because John Paul texted me that they were in line, but the back of the line. So now I'm stuck in this line with the cholo, right? And now it's in this structure and it's snaking back and forth, snaking back and forth. So finally, it snakes in such a way that the Johns and I now were separated by a barrier, like a, a, like a wooden rope, essentially. Yeah. And, but they're right next to me. And John Paul goes, oh, we caught up with each other. Come over here. And I'm about to go over there. And then evil John goes... Where's my friend, the Cholo? Oh, no. <laughs> it was like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein or something like that. I go, I look at him and he almost like evil. He didn't say this, but he wanted to go like, he's right behind me, isn't he? And like, he like right behind him is the Cholo, like giving him the fucking stare down. And I'm like, but at that point, my line started moving. So I just kept walking. So... <sighs> What I'd land well, up I, doing. I've never asked you this before, but yeah. are the Johns Hispanic or are they white or they? No. Like, what are they? John Paul is Filipino and Evil John is white. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know that I would be. I don't, I, that, I, I don't know exactly what cello means, but it sounds like it's kind of derogatory. So I'm not I sure that it. I would be saying a derogatory. I said it. Yeah. I don't, I say, I don't care. Right? He was a cholo. So anyway, uh, so when I get to the end of the ride, I tell the person working there, I say, uh, I got separated from my friends. And she goes, okay, just wait right here. And then we just caught up with each other. And then I get in the boat and I go, evil John. I go, why, where did you go? What happened? And he's like, he heard a story about how there's like a little leprechaun house somewhere hidden in Disneyland, right where we kind of were. And so he wanted to ask the girl where the leprechaun house was. was did it. she tell him? Yeah, she did. He took a picture. I didn't care. There are more, again, like I said, not to plug it, there are a million other stories. Go to the executive channel and uh, listen to them there. But there are a ton of stories from the Johns. But that how, was, much she, how much do you need to pay for that? That one's $10 a month. Oh. It's a steal. It is a steal. Look, anybody who's on the This Joe Batanz tier, tell Adam Burns what a steal that channel is. Uh, all right. Well, I have nothing else. Adam Burns, any any last news that you have? Sometimes when uh, when I'm talking to Joe and we're having our little chit chats that we have, mm-hmm. Joe starts to tell me a story and then he says, oh, no, you got to join the executive tier for that. So, um, yeah. I'm doing the outro live. This is new outro music. I'm doing the outro live today. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay. Oh, no, just geeky.com. Is it geekygay or geekygay.com? Geekygay.com. Geekygay. I got to change that here. 
geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.